Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. As of today, Texas Supreme Court orders Dallas salon owner released as Abbott bans jailing citizens for lockdown violations. Oh, interesting. And uh, Shelly uh, Luther is her name, and I saw yep. a video. She has been released from prison as of this... Wow. Or not, not prison, from jail as of this afternoon. There was a... Um, Ra- uh, a pseudo rally outside of the um, outside of a jail. So via Texas Supreme Court on Thursday ordered the release of salon owner Shelley Luther, who was jailed for opening in violation of the state's rules as Governor Greg Abbott issued an executive order retroactively eliminating jail time as a as a consequence for violating the state's coronavirus restrictions. And this is from a Fox News dot com by voice. So I wonder if he did this one out of the goodness of his heart. Or two, he realized just how ridiculous it was, you know, arresting people for, you know, just trying to feed their families. Or three, the outcry was so large and mm. so loud that he was, it's he, political. He was forced. Yes. Yeah, it's political. He didn't want to look bad. Uh, given, I, I think I heard this woman had raised uh, $500,000 last as of sometime yesterday. Oh, yeah. Her GoFundMe yeah. got a lot of money, definitely. Uh, so, like, that's something that politicians will pay attention to, right? Like, if this person is not only getting media coverage, but there's also a significant amount of money behind this person, then they're going to be thinking uh, twice. Now, there's also another, I would say, theory here, and that is that uh, the the idea is that these are not actually enforceable legally anyway his statement here is throwing texans in jail who have had their businesses shut down through no fault of their own is nonsensical well, yet yeah, it's it's a fault of your, your government mm-hmm. who is nonsensical and i will not allow it to happen abbott said in a statement although you know he it, it did but well that's the thing she went to jail for contempt of court yeah. she didn't go to jail for violating the governor's order so his statement here of we will not put anyone in jail for violating the uh, governor's order about this. Well, you haven't put anyone in jail yet for that. Yeah. So, you know, he's just going out there and saying what might have already been true, which is to say that they wouldn't have a legal leg to stand on if they put you in jail for opening up your business and violating the governor's order and you challenged it. You should be able to win that in court. And I think he knows it, and so he's using this as a political opportunity to score points for himself and look good, when in point of fact, he's just pointing out what's been true the whole time. Oh, absolutely. And he's not alone in this. Via the state's Attorney General Ken Paxson and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick called for Luther's release after she was jailed by Dallas County State District Judge Eric Moyer. The official said he had abused his discretion and emphasized that the woman was keeping her business open in order to feed her family. Well, I don't. What I'm interested in is, did the Supreme Court actually release a statement? Because that's the really interesting part about this to me is the woman was jailed for contempt of court. So remember, contempt of court is whenever you do something against a judge's order. Now, Ian, you said you have the uh, statement from the court. Yeah, so it was reported on whichever one of these sites we were talking about earlier that it was a, quote, temporary order, but that's not what it is. It is a, and I've got the actual court document here from the Supreme Court of Texas, that is essentially a response to a habeas corpus request. So for those who are unfamiliar, and I'm not an attorney, okay, so this is going to be a really crappy explanation, but a habeas corpus says, we want to see the body. It's Latin, and it's, it's essentially what happened was her attorney said, that she is illegally being held, 
and they filed this with the Supreme Court. And as as one of the commenters points out here, quote, Meanwhile, black men are thrown in jail for an ounce of pot or for missing jury duty, but Karen chooses to go to jail for a political statement, and alas, the Texas Supreme Court intervenes within 24 hours. Uh, so, I mean, she's definitely getting uh, some, some attention here that is unusual. And uh, so anyway, this order is in reference to a habeas corpus request. Essentially, her attorney said she's illegally being held for this contempt order, and the court tentatively essentially agreed with that, but it is not... Like, she could, in theory, be put back in. This case is not closed, basically. What they've done is they've released her on a personal bond. Governor Cuomo of New York, Andrew Cuomo, surprised most New York coronavirus hospitalizations are people who stayed at home. What? Oh, geez, Ian, this doesn't make any sense. I thought they said we got to stay home in order to save people's lives and be safe. Well, actually, according to... Now, I'm not a doctor, but according to what I've heard, if you stay inside, you don't go out, you don't get any fresh air, you don't get any sunlight or whatever, you're actually more vulnerable uh, to catching something nasty. Hey, whoa, whoa, that's a conspiracy theory. Where'd you hear that from? Mike Adams? No, I don't remember where I heard it. Well, I mean, probably, Ron you know, Paul, I think it was. It's a, well, yeah, I mean, it's Dr. Been, Ron Paul. I've, oh, that's a very good point. I, I mean, I've been hearing that. I mean, I think most of us have been hearing, uh, hearing that since we were young or I don't know. I, I, I grew you know, a different culture. I come from where, yeah, go outside, get some sun, get some fresh air because, you know, the uh, recycled air, that's why so many people would get sick during travel. Well, for many reasons, right? Being exhausted and such, but also you're in a sealed area. You're in a tin an can. Airplane. Yeah. And, or you're in an aluminum can and the air is being recycled someone sneezes all that particles go oh, out yeah. same thing on the inside if you're using air conditioning or which just... is why wearing masks on planes it's like what's the point yeah well yeah yeah i mean you're gonna breathe everything in and it's already hard enough to breathe on planes but um so uh so yeah so and it's not just planes now it's at your actual house new york governor andrew cuomo announced on wednesday that 66 percent of the state's new coronavirus patients were sheltering in place at home before seeking medical attention in hospitals, calling the statistics shocking. The governor's Louisiana, uh, Bell Edwards, he's kind of the middle of the road. He's not the worst. And it varies from parish to parish. Here in Jefferson Parish, you wouldn't know that much is going on if you look at the traffic because it's about the same as normal, if not mm-hmm. actually a little bit lo- uh, higher. Huh. Uh, every morning I go to work because, you know, I'm working on and off uh, because the uh, the guy I work with, uh, his wife came down with the woo flu. And so they're trying to keep us socially distant. So I don't carry back uh, anything to my wife, who is Mrs. Louisiana Comorbidity 2020. Uh, hmm. But the um, Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office very light-handed on anything, really. I saw in Kenner uh, uh, a bunch of uh, young uh, men out there playing football. Whoa, 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 endangering people. And did did the police uh, intervene and stop that dangerous plague-spreading gathering? No, I think they showed up to bet on the team. It was Governor Cuomo of New York who said that nursing home employees had to go back to work right if they if um yeah so i mean that's the part of people are saying that's why there it's been so bad in new york and also i saw i saw some headlines that the reason why there's resurgences of coronavirus all around the country is or it could be traced back to people from new york leaving the state right so this Hmm. is the governor who gets all the praise right over saying he could you know they're saying that he could be 
the vice he could be a, a presidential candidate, you know, last minute to uh, replace Joe Biden. I don't think that's realistic. And yet, and they say, oh, you know, he's 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 being held as the standard, even though he's totally botched it. But most amount of deaths, uh, I'd, I'd say he's been one of the most incompetent uh, state governments in regards to handling this thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate, but. Um, you know, actually, the government's not the bad guys. We're the bad guys because we refuse to put on our damn masks. Mm. I work for a libertarian organization, actually a think tank that promotes libertarian ideas in Uganda. Thank you for it's that. It's called Action for Oh, <laughs> this is always and happens. economic liberty. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you, yeah, started, for the case of liberty. you started to break up there. What What was the point of your call tonight? What were you calling to share? We we are in East Africa and uh, the part of the the part of what? What were you calling to share? What what did you want to say on the radio tonight? Go ahead. Yo, I wanted I wanted to talk about coronavirus in in Africa, especially in Uganda. Mm-hmm. Yes, Uganda has had a hundred cases so far. Nobody has died so far. Good. But uh, yes, that's great news. Glad to hear that. Yes, but uh, that has come uh, with a lot of costs in terms of liberty and the economic liberty and actually economic liberty and abuse of rights. So what has the Ugandan uh, government been doing there? Because certainly in the United States and in other places, we've seen restaurants being forced to close, businesses of all sorts being forced to close. Are you seeing that happen there? Is it worse? What's going on? Uganda is under the lockdown now since May, since March 18. Okay. It's under lockdown. People have been demonstrating and government has been cracking them down and some of the people are in prison. Oh, Actually man. here it is it is a crime. It is a crime against murder. It is attempted murder if an, a politician is seen by the government giving out food. Oh, so man. most of the people here are fearing even to give their neighbor food because the government you cannot come out publicly and give food. Wow. You have to give them secretly. And some of the politicians, like MPs, are in prison. They have been actually tortured. Some of them are in coma because they are trying to give people food. So it is kind of challenging, and people are coming out on the street to tell the government, you give us some alternative. Or if you Man. cannot give us a chance to go back and work, so give us food. Because even the government right now is is going to the private sector asking for food and actually getting actually passing supplementary budget to buy food and the food they are buying is not enough you know the food with the government is always i mean well government fails government at everything right corrupted. i mean the government always the food fails. they are buying is not enough it's not good some of the food is rotten hey daily digestion listeners this is riley blake I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. 86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. 
Thank you. I'm sick of people wearing these stupid masks because unlike some people, I refuse to wear a mask because I like to breathe. People like, you know, laundromats are telling you to wear a mask, you know, gas station. The laundromat. No, 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 no. The local laundromats, they say, oh, go to wear a mask, go to wear a mask. Yeah, well, screw them. I like to breathe. Well, now, wait a minute, Dave. I'm gonna just going to play devil's advocate here. I, I actually agree with you, but I'm going to try to play devil's advocate. Uh, are you saying you hate old people and want them to die? <laughs> virus! It's a scam! It's a hoax, Ian! There is no virus! Well, I don't well, know if I, been, uh, if I would go that, that far. That's I mean, a pretty extraordinary claim, Dave. That, needs, that requires extraordinary evidence. Well, how do you provide evidence of a thing that doesn't exist, if it indeed doesn't exist? So that's right. You have to prove it exists, Ian. But I don't know if it does exist. I just am presuming that what these people are saying, that the thing exists, is true. Um, it's just I don't really care. Afraid of death. Huh? Afraid of murder. What? You, you're like, first syllables are getting cut off. All I, I heard was murder. I'm not afraid of death. I am afraid of murder. He's not afraid of death. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, who, who do you think might murder you, Dave? The police for not wearing a mask? If the city manager, where she lives, this is the legal problem, had declared a state of emergency, then all ordinance would be superseded by that state of emergency, meaning habeas corpus stands, and it doesn't, at the same time, because they're... Is, is and was essentially no ordinance to violate. Therefore, she's guilty of nothing. And here's the twist. Well, no, she's Even guilty of court. She's she's guilty if you want to believe this the state position, uh, the judge's position of contempt of court because the judge, man in a robe there in uh, in Dallas, ordered her to cease and desist with running her business. So she violated that I, order. I, I um I would have to agree with. The judge on that case, but the twist is that even if the latter court were to show habeas corpus, um, that that could constitute double jeopardy, um, violating an emergency order is another matter. And as far as the contempt charge, where's the double jeopardy? It's already been overturned by another judge. Where's so the where's the double jeopardy? Walks, where's the double, the double jeopardy? jeopardy? The double jeopardy is that she she can't be charged. With nothing twice. The thing about this virus is that when you are infected with the virus, it works a lot like the cat parasite. You're familiar? And essentially, you will stop believing that the virus exists. This is how the virus is protecting itself and replicating. <laughs> so our theory is that Dave and all these, these huge influx of people who are denying the existence of the virus, that is... That is basically a self-defense mechanism of the virus itself. Well, that's an interesting theory. That's horrifying. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, yeah, that's that's um, the cat virus uh, is something that Dave has actually fought against. Uh, he had a altercation with cat freaks, which are a network of people who essentially uh, feed stray cats in our major. Oh, major I heard city. about this. Yeah, so uh, Dave was, I guess, targeting or. I'm not sure what he was doing. Somebody was, he was coming being and, targeted. Somebody was coming and feeding cats at his apartment building, and he, he wasn't happy about it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, so maybe he was on to something. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends that everyone wear a cloth face covering in public, especially where there is a high degree of community-based transmission. That is, when the source of infection is unknown. She says, I live in California, where nearly 60,000 people have been infected. How many millions of people live in California? 
Um, like, like what, dozens up, and up, dozens of millions? Uh, upwards of 30 million. Yeah. Uh, going on, though, she says across the country, 1.2 million Americans have tested positive for COVID-19, with more than 73,000 lives lost. And projections for the future are really grim, she says. So Meanwhile, I just want to say, so uh, 1 million people, or like upwards of 1 million of people, mm-hmm. that's one third of a percent of U.S. population. That's right. And then 70,000 deaths, which I mean, all, all death is tragic, everything I know, but that's not even 10% of that number. So we're talking about like people a fraction dying. Of a fraction. For, yeah, after several months, too, a fraction of a fraction. And these are according to the government's numbers, which, as we've seen, are absolutely inflated. Oh, yeah, but we have to give um, up all BS. We have to give up all our freedom because of this. Meanwhile, she says hospitals and their staff are pushed to the breaking point, caring for the sick with medical staff working weeks without days off to treat the afflicted, risking their own lives and those of their family. But, but they- yet we've seen multiple stories about medical staff being actually laid off and sent home from work because... There's actually nothing for them to do. Oh, I, I've seen multiple score of TikTok videos, right? Some some of these people on the, on the uh, nursing staff have so much time on their hands, they could choreograph dance videos. Right. There was a young man, five years old, living in Utah, and he was driving a car heading for California. He was five years old? Lamborghini. I, what? I can't, I can't imagine. I think that is just... I'm what? first of all really glad. Did I miss something? How old was this guy? No, she must have cut out. Hold on. What? How old was this guy? He was five years old. He lived in Utah, and he had an argument with his mom. She wouldn't buy him a Lamborghini, which I'm impressed that he's got good taste in cars at a young age. Because when I was five. I was wondering if my big sister would take me to Dairy Queen for a dilly bar. Okay, wait a minute. So he got in an argument with his mom and then did what? Drove their um, SUV. I, I think it was an SUV. What? At five yeah, years old, you can't possibly touch the uh, the pedals. I mean. <laughs> I know. You can look that story up on the uh Oh, gosh, I already forgot what it was on. It was a couple days ago. Well, And you say that it had and a happy the ending. Was the kid who um, screamed my call beforehand, uh-huh. he, ha- he had heard of it. So you say it had a happy ending. Was like, but was the child what disciplined by his parents? Did he not total the car? Did oh, the police? No, the parents were at work. So God. he helped himself to the car. You know, the medical profession... They're just like any other profession, right? They want to, to, to do the job thoroughly when they do it. That's why they are, are limited to an advisory role, because you can't destroy your economy because, uh, what, uh, 50,000 people died. Well, just because that's, that's, there's a doctor with an opinion. That's stupid. Because uh, remember, when they talk about doing the work of a doctor, it's called <laughs> practice. Right. So uh, when the doctor is practicing and has an opinion about a thing, that doesn't mean that he or she should become some sort of an authoritarian dictator should not, to, not, to be able to determine. Be. Yeah. The only thing they should be able to do is make recommendations to people. And then those people can either listen to those recommendations or not. Well, that is true. But you know what I think have happened over the last maybe 30 years? People have gotten to being so uh, political correct, right? 
And it's all because of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. That's where it all started. You know, you guys keep putting a hammer on these masks. And, you know, I'm hammering on the masks usually in the opposite direction. And, uh, you know, over the last several days, I've, I've heard some uh, so many things I could uh, talk about. But, but to keep it short, um, you know, one of the reasons why um, everybody's being asked to wear masks is because the masks that you can actually buy do not protect you from other people's viruses if, if you are the wearer and everybody else is not wearing them, okay? Mm-hmm. Because you would need an, at least an N95 mask to protect you from the aerosols and such that other people would be emitting. Okay. okay? So is there any so, point so, in wearing the mask? Well, the, so the point of wearing these 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 terrible masks that the only you know the ones that are actually available that you actually have to make yourself because we shipped all of our manufacturing over here, uh, is is they're they, they're just like a diaper they capture uh, as much as as uh, we can come up with as a as a civilization right now in the United States please they capture as much as as possible you know when you you know I know I don't like the authorities uh, authority uh, you know either but. You know, in this in this case, these these guys, these people are coming up with their basic idea is they as a matter of public health, you have to do something to capture this stuff. Maybe half of those who go outside, a third, some other fraction. The lack of empathy is jarring. We need a shift. We need our leaders, all of them, to get the message out loud and clear. If you're, by the way. I don't have any leaders, and I don't want to be told what to do by these politicians. I don't believe a thing that they say, and I don't care what party they're from. Well, and, and you know, neither does anyone else, right? When she says they need to get the message out, it means I they need to force people to put these masks on, like in Massachusetts. If you are away from the closed system of your home, the message should say you must wear a mask. That means to employers mandating that workers of all kinds mask up. Do they want the disease to spread or to subside? Do they want business and economy to eventually come back, or don't they? Masks of, by the way, <laughs> the economy would have been just fine had none of this government crap been shoved down anyone's throat. Would some people have died? Yes. Some people died anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, I mean, but at least of- there would be food that would be plentiful and jobs would still be had and you wouldn't have record numbers of unemployment and so on. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you see the majority of people dying are in nursing homes or elderly, right. have comorbid- comorbidity. Uh, but if we have a depression in this country, just imagine all the people going to be dying from suicides because they lost their yep. jobs from malnutrition all around the world and the developing world. A- absolutely. Tremendous numbers. See, your individual rights don't really matter is what she's saying because somebody else might get hurt. Somebody else might get sick. So therefore... We get to tell you what to do. She says, we require drivers to wear seatbelts. Well, no, we don't. Not in New Hampshire, lady. And you know what? Most people do it anyway because it's a good idea. Uh, To protect the passengers and minimize the potential for serious injuries. She says, laws require children to have vaccines, not only for the child's sake, but to maintain herd immunity for all of us. We don't have a vaccine for COVID-19, but we can all help until we do. Well, and, and first off, where do they have laws that everyone needs to be vaccinated? I know like certain schools only let the children in if they're yeah. vaccinated, but I mean, I, I do hear in some states are removing religious exemptions now for vaccines. So that's, that's horrifying because I never knew there were any laws on the books forcing people to get vaccinated. 
Back in the early 1990s, she says, I was a social work intern in the HIV AIDS unit at Columbia Presbyterian Hospital in New York City. AIDS was still a death sentence, and every worker and visitor took universal precautions to avoid transmission with all patients. The prevailing wisdom then and now is that... When it's impossible to assess by looking if someone could be infected, wear gloves and masks. We protected ourselves. Yes, wearing gloves was uncomfortable. So was getting HIV. (laughs) Where are our universal precautions for COVID-19? Wearing a mask in public is an act of respect for your fellow humans. No, it's an act of obedience. The Empire is striking back in Michigan, though, right? Many of you have probably heard that there was an armed demonstration at the the Capitol in Michigan Citizens demanding that the um, that the governor, you know, that the uh, state, and o- not even that the state open up. I think it was just like the governor Whitmer, the um, fascist running that state. She she has been like the most draconian out of all the other states, I believe. At least her uh, to the point besides where even, New York, besides yeah, I, I suppose besides New York, and she's getting in trouble with the uh, state legislature regarding how just how draconian her her laws are. So now. Um, She's trying to strike back. Michigan state officials consider gun ban after armed protests. And this was actually, you know, out of all places from aljazeera.com. Legislators in the state of Michigan are reportedly considering new measures to ban guns from inside the state capitol building after armed mm. protesters staged a provocative protest there last week and prompted criticism from across the political spectrum in the United States. Hundreds of anti-lockdown demonstrators, some of them armed, gathered at the state capitol building in Lansing, Michigan, last Thursday during a session, which a a skeleton crew of state legislatures gathered to consider a measure rebuking Democrat Governor Gretchen Whitmer's response to the coronavirus pandemic. Well, it's sort of like, I I don't know, it's sort of ridiculous that they, in my view, like, unless they didn't know what was happening at the time, to protest the state, you know, at the state capitol when the legislature was thinking of rebuking the governor for what they're protesting against. Maybe they they had no idea what was going on. I don't know. The uh, protesters, as well as many legislatures, said the governor's measures among the most strict in the nation were excessive. On Wednesday, the Republican-led state legislature sued the governor in an effort to block her emergency measures. Um, see here. Uh, John Truscott, the Republican vice chair of the Michigan State Capitol Commission, which manages, maintains, and restores the buildings and its grounds, told local news outlets in Michigan that the commission is considering the logistics of a possible ban. Quote, we've been dealing with what is the law, what is our jurisdiction. If there is any possibility of limiting people bringing loaded weapons into the building, Truscott said, Critics of a gun-toting protesters came from across U.S. political spectrum after images of them were broadcast across the country. Even Fox News Channel commentator Sean Hannity, a noted conservative supporter of gun rights and confidant of President Donald Trump, described the sight of armed, screaming protesters, many of them dressed in military clothing, as counterproductive. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, Listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.